Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by fans for the fans that brings you closer to the action. My name is Roxy and today I am joined by my fellow team members Jay and Amber. What's up? Hi! To keep up with all of our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Magazine, and on YouTube as The Craze for exclusive interviews as they come up. So, how you guys doing today? Oh, you know, coronacation's got its ups and downs. Living up with this quarantine thing, but doing all good. One, the one like plus side about quarantine is that I can watch so many dramas. I have so much time. Oh my god, dude, I have watched so much. Like, it just hit the U.S., but like being in Korea, I'm caught up on everything to the point where I'm watching those trashy Netflix reality TV shows. (laughs) Oh boy. boy. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna need you guys to send me some titles because I'm so far out of like the list of what to watch. And now that I'm gonna be working from home, yeah, I'm gonna need a list. Dude, I got wait, you. Wait, Jay, you've had all this time, right? Remember, you had homework. Yes, I know, I did. Okay, but Narachan is out to get me, okay? He's so cute and tired as a jam. And even though yes. I'm tired too, tired as a jam, okay? I'm in love. You convinced me. God bless. <laughs> yes, Jay has taste. <laughs> but it's like, oh, wait, I've always had taste. Hold on. <laughs> Yes, I've I've done my homework and I've listened to Mont and I'm obsessed with Tired and Narachan. So, hi. Narachan is the best. Like, hi, I love you guys. I'm here to support you. All right, let's uh, jump into today's topic. So, the most exciting thing that's been happening this week, or at least that was like kind of great compared to all of the doomsday shit that's happening, was Wanho was cleared of all charges. Hooray! Woo! Right! Finally! Jesus! And I know, like, because um, I wrote the uh, news article that we did on this when this all started happening. What was that, like, the end of October or something? And I remember I remember going uh, on Twitter, and I was, like, tracking in real time um, the responses. You know, they change the hashtags every day, but, like, the first day, um, I had it in TweetDeck, and I had it live. So, like, literally every half a second there was a new tweet and it kept going and it was like unprecedented to me to see how much people were responding to that. The whole thing with Wanho, the way Starship played it, I'm like, I want to hate them, but they kind of played by like the rules of the law. Like they went dead silent. But then again, Wanho went dead silent too. Yeah, I think that's what scared people the most was like that it was, because you know, if you've been here a while, you've lived through, you know, groups losing members, and um, was, Woojin was after this, was, wasn't it, for Stray Kids, or was it before? I think it was after. It, it was days after. I'm still traumatized. Let's not talk about it. Yeah, so I just remember that was, like, I feel like October was the worst, or, like, that month period, because we lost Suli, and then, like, Wanho got these charges, and, um, Wujin left, and there was, like, like, JYP never said anything at all about what was going on with Wujin. I just remember how different that was, and how he's reappeared recently, too, but, like, there's been no talk about what happened, and that seems to be kind of the trend in the, in the industry. Mm-hmm. 
felt at like least... it was kind of swept under the rug, at mm-hmm. least in Lujan's case. But it was just like, okay, like he left. Okay, nothing else. We could spend hours talking about Lujan, but let's talk about how Wanho has emerged. So his first appearance was when a Korean mom baby saw him in a bookstore. Yeah, how was that? Like that was a few months after that everything hit, wasn't it? It was like in December, January ish. Yeah, I wonder. He probably had to hide out because of the investigation, right? Probably, but then again, we all know Wanho passed. He knew what he had to do. He had to move in silence to clear his name. Yeah, and I think that was the hardest for people because, like, I know that, like, when all of this hit, I did feel like, you know, maybe Bonbebe had the ability to sort of change the way that things would turn out because we've never seen a situation where uh, a member has left a group and returned. Um, but they were working so hard. Um, and I thought it was like actually really amazing. I thought they could do something, but as the months started going by, it just like, you just start losing hope. Well, speaking of hope, today, at least earlier today, Korea time, pictures surfaced of Monster X meeting a seven. <gasps> For real? Yes, Jay. Hang For on. real? I'll, yes, yes, like, Jay. Hey, I will send them to you. One second. <laughs> Sorry, it's just... I think all I think everybody just waiting for for all of it, you know, for all of them to come together. Now the big question is, is that is Wanho really gonna return to the group or not? Yeah, and it's weird that that seems like possible for the first time because like what is it, March now? So how many months was that? Like five, six months? Yeah. Where it was just like nothing, crickets. And it just like all of a sudden it just reignited hope for everybody. And I remember um, he opened up in the in the Simpy article about what was the name Jung Dian Dian. Yeah, reading through that article and everything is just like seeing the reasonings why he had to do what he had to do. I mean, I'm just very proud that he had the courage to talk about it. You know, because not a lot of people like if they're going through some stuff, they're just gonna keep it quiet. They're not going to say anything, but I'm really glad that he had the courage to say something, even if it couldn't come out right away. And th- he probably did, when did he do this um, interview again? For a while. It's been a it while, was, though, right? It's been a, it was a couple days. So he was cleared of charges on March 10th, mm-hmm. and they didn't release the, the information until, like, the 14th. Mm-hmm. So it was within that span of time. Yeah. And I, I, I just really appreciate the fact that, you know, at least he, he said something. While if we have another example where somebody who's been still radio silent until now is B.I. Yeah. He's well, been very radio silent about everything that has happened, which, I mean, I understand, but I'm just like, you're good, right? <laughs> like, I mean, he did, he did release like a couple demos on his SoundCloud that were kind of you know, vague. They were pointed. They were pointedly vague. Yeah. And I mean, he was under YG, so like obviously he can't say anything ever because YG. Um, so that is true. But I'm just like, huh, aside from that, like words would be nice. Like, can I hear you? <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. It's like, 
feel like I, I really want to know if you're like you're you're legit good like aside from releasing music I was just like you're good right you're in a safe space that's like, all I, I want to know him. yeah but, I miss you it's just like I'm appreciative that there's things out there but I'm like I'd like to hear from you actually hear from you like every time I see Icon go live on V Live, I'm just like, wait, Vi, is that you? It is weird too. The worst thing about the Icon situation, or any of these situations, because Monster X had to do it too, where they have to like pretend that the person that left just does not exist anymore. Yeah. Like that's... Stray Kids. Stray Kids had to do the same thing. Day six also. Yeah, I can't imagine what kind of stress that. I mean, it was pretty obvious because like. Talking about Monster X before all this Wanho stuff came out just made me so depressed because, like, first we had Juhan um, have to go on, like, indefinite hiatus. My baby! <laughs> yeah. I miss him, and, like, the fact that I was, like, starting to get worried um, that Monster X was just gonna, like, implode in on itself because, like, you could even see uh, pictures of Shonu before this started, he lost, like, a super amount of weight. It's kind of scary how small he became. He's so small now, and I'm just like, he needs his gym buddy back. And he's a big man, just like Wanho. Like, he's a tall, big man, too. And I'm like, you're sit, you're skinny. What? I know, and it made me so depressed to see, like, how much muscle mass he lost. I'm like, he's not eating. Now I'm worried about him. Like, I hate this. It was just awful. Let, we at least can be thankful that October was not as bad as that train wreck of 2014. Are you talking the, the, about VAP? Um, 2014 was just a train wreck for K-pop in general. I don't know if Jay remembers. Oh my god, it's been so long. <laughs> it's been so long. I've refreshed my memory. There's so many things that happened in K-pop that it's like, oh yeah, that right, that's right, that did happen. <laughs> Please, uh, there, please give a brief in- introduction to those of us that were not here in 2014 and how bad it was. <laughs> okay, so where to start? There was, that was right around peak lawsuit time. There was the Super Junior car accident was in that era. There was um, disbandments around that era as well, like literally back to back to back to back. Like the shit hit the fan in 2014 and we, K-pop fans just wanted to throw 2014 away. Wait, 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 hold up. Was this when, like, members started leaving EXO? It was. It yes, was. it was. It was. I was like, It's the oh. year we wanted to throw 20, the entire year away. That's right. That's right. So much happened around that time. Jesus. I like how, like, I got into K-pop in 2015, but I still remember when EXO started, like, exploding. Man, if EXO, uh, EXO's a whole nother entire podcast we can talk about their whole entire career in their podcast let's be real lay come back i miss you i know right well good thing is is it's almost schumann's birthday (laughs) oh my god schumann well we're really getting off topic right now um going back to the whole thing i did pose the question do you think he's going to come back to the group how would you feel i would be like heck yes come back we miss you with open arms. Um, the general consensus among Mong Bibi is we want him back. Like, the fact with the seeing all seven of them together it makes me hope that Chonu's like, bro, I need you to come home. Like, things aren't the same without you. We can get right back on track. I feel like once Wanho comes back, we might see Juhan come back. 
we might see everyone as whole and we'll be seeing kumbaya again i would dead ass cry like i'm not even kidding because <laughs> like um i remember when monster x debuted i didn't watch their um reality show or whatever but as soon as they debuted i was like i was really close to becoming a monster x alt really um but like even though that sort of faded over time as they start because like i'm not super big on their promotions in america personally to me i feel like they can never be the same when they lose a member you know what i mean like i feel like at least western fans are not super used to seeing that because you remember how everybody like lost their shit when they left one direction right so like yes people don't know how to handle that and it seems more like uh, normal in korea but it still is painful obviously we all hate it but i think that like i actually wrote a prediction about them i think that if wanho doesn't come back there is a much higher chance of monster x sort of just fading into the background just because Let's of that like, put that energy in the universe though I, I mean i don't want that to happen but that's you know what i'm worried about because his departure had such a massive impact. Like, I don't think anybody really expected it to have such a huge impact. I mean, if, and then Juhan, when he, you know, went on hiatus, it was like, oh God, are we going to lose him too? Like, it just seemed his like very dark times. Letter. His fan cafe letter still like hurts me. Yeah. Um, like, I, I want him to come back too. I feel like when or if he does come back, we better give Monster X that big number one win. I'm just saying. We better put them, put them all back on the charts for this. I'm just saying. Look, but- I renewed, I renewed <laughs> my official mom baby status. I'm like, I'm a stream. I'm a scream. If I have to take time off work, I will. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but also at the same time, it's like I want them all to come back. You know, I don't want them to be forced into making the comeback. You know take the time that you need, recuperate, you know, be in that good space. Because I felt like when the whole Wanho situation happened, you know, they jumped right into the U.S. promotions that they did here. And I just felt like there was no rest for them. And that I I just take the time you need to rest, do what you got to do, even if it's going to take a couple of months to maybe a year, you know, for you guys to pick up the pieces and, um, you know, see how this is all gonna be a dynamic again and readjust and then do what you gotta do like I said and then come back and mom bebe are gonna wait for you they're gonna wait for monster x yeah. and they're gonna be here we're just take your time because we value their health do you remember when um the whole issue with park Bom and she left for a while that was in 2014 yeah that's right scandal um but remember when she took to the stage with 21 for that last time at yep uh mama i don't know if you guys noticed it but did you notice that park Bom seemed a little more nervous and scared to be on stage and she, it wasn't exactly as the same as what it used to be and that's what i'm afraid of for if wanho joins the stage again and jumps right into it that you know it's not going to be exactly the same and it's just like no 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 no! don't jump into it if you're not ready for it you know i just wonder how much of it i mean it can't be the same because of what happened but i just wonder 
if they would be able to pick up where they left off, you know what I mean? And just like pretend this whole thing didn't happen. I mean, they haven't been whole for quite some time now. So I feel like they might take some time and like drop off the face of the planet just to re-become Monster X, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think that would be good, actually, if they did that, because then they could come back even stronger. Like, I feel like companies are afraid that if they are not active for too long, that, like, people are just going to forget about them. You know what I mean? And it's, But it's just like, no, they have a hardcore fan base. They're going to wait. We're going to be patient. I mean, if fan bases can be patient for their idols to go to the military for two years, we can wait. Oh, God, let's not think about that, because Shonu's coming up on that. Yeah, don't remind me that Jin's coming up on that too. <laughs> I don't like. Don't remind me, because that means that my favorite has to go next year. I don't like being old. But we have to accept the fact that it's part of their duty, and they're probably wanting to go too. Yeah, and going back to it, I I think it's just whenever they're ready. We're, we're already patiently waiting with arms open as, was it Amber? Yes, that said that. And I was like, who said that out of the three of us? Um, I think that if they ever catch wind of this podcast, you know, know that we are fully supportive of whatever happens. We're, we're yes. always going to be here and we're not going to knock down anybody else. Just do what you got to do. If Monster X wants to have a huge cry fest by themselves, go for it. If you need to physically release it that way, then go for it. I'm here for it. Just Shonu, please eat. <laughs> please eat yes. some more Shonu. I'm worried about you. And they then, all just need to get like a house together off one of the beaches in Korea. Get a butt, like get drunk, have a barbecue, let out their feelings. Cry. And yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, because we also have to think about it, too, is, like, there is a possibility that Wanho might not return, which no one wants, but I hope that if Wanho's going to return to the industry, let's say he does decide to go solo, right? Um, Monster X is always going to be there to support him. We're going to be there to support him, and that when he does come back, it's on his terms. I totally agree. Like, if Wanho wants to come back to Monster X, or if he doesn't want to come back to Monster X, like, as long as he's doing what he, like, what his heart desires, then by all means, I'm going to still support you in your corner, dude. Time will tell with this one, since this is very new. But I think we've gotten that out of our system. So let's move on to a discussion of our weekly article here. Uh, we're going to look at fan cafes, and I already hate fan cafes. <laughs> it's so difficult. Okay, okay, so I wrote the cafe article this week for fan advice. Now, I am a love, I have a love-hate relationship with fan cafes. I love them because it provides the connection to artists that you may not usually get being an international fan if you can jump through the hurdles. But I hate them because it comes as a way for that exclusivity and a lot of fans really can't access them. So there's like a weird love-hate with everything that's going on. Are you guys in any fan cafes or fan cafe type things like License, Fanship, Weavers? The only one I keep up with is Weavers. I've never attempted any of the other ones just because it's like, wait, I, I, Daunting, don't know Korean, cannot read Korean like this. Um, 
yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll just find whoever translates some stuff here and there. I feel like fan cafes is such a huge entity that I'm like, I don't know how to navigate this. No. Nope. So, so, but, but with Weavers, I do like it and they are starting to have more artists on there. Yes. And, I which I appreciate. I have, I have a great topic about Weavers and other artists that was blowing up on social media the other day. Um, so recently, Seventeen joined Weavers. Yay. However, a group of carrots decided to try to take Weavers off the App Store and the Google Play Store by rating it with one stars because they thought Weavers would be bad for Seventeen's health, mental health. Why? Why? (laughs) That's the argument that they were using. Not that I support it, but that's the argument. What? Okay. Well, I mean, if you're following Seventeen on Weavers, you know that right as of right now, they like to blow up your notifications. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, they're updating frequently. And I'm like, but I'm here for it. Like, I'm so here for it because it shows how active they are. And I feel like I, I well, obviously we're not idols, so we don't know like how yep. the interface is for for weavers in terms of how they post and everything. But I'm just like, I feel like weavers is such more simpler, and they can easily access it more. And so they're going off like they like to. I'm just like, I think all of last night while I was asleep, I had to have at least ten notifications of people updating or commenting, and I'm like, who's active right now? Jesus. So. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I don't really like Weaver's license fanship because it takes that intimacy away from the conversations with other fans. I really still enjoy the traditional fan cafe format because it does give you the ability to weed out those quote trolls with that level up system. Now, I do think that some groups have a ridiculous set of questions to level up with though yeah i mean because the the thing about fan cafe is that you know with k-pop moving to such a more international uh like platform it is extremely difficult to navigate if you don't know korean and like i even consider myself like decently able to like read korean and decipher it and still like when i get on the fan cafe i'm like where do i even begin that's probably the one downside right now, but at the same time, I get what you mean about, like, the, the leveling up situation. You have to have the knowledge of the group yeah. to be able to get in. Like, Vix's fan cafe is notorious for their ridiculous questions. What counts as ridiculous? I'm just curious. Um, some of the older questions were, what order do they stand in at the airport on this airport photo on this what? day? Oh my god. What? Are you what, for another, real? Yes. Another one was, here's a list of plays VIX members have been in. They're Korean titles. Pick out the right titles and co- match them with the correct member. And I'm just like, okay, VIX. Gonna make you have to do some research on this if you're not fully, like, there. Especially if you join into the group, like, later on. Oh, jeez. I feel like if you put in the work to figure out the answers and you level up, you deserve to be there. My problem is with people who refuse to do the work to get into the fan cafe. Plenty of groups 
like translating groups have translated the answers and a lot of companies themselves have been translating the questions into English for you to level up in. And if you use the fan cafe on your phone, the DOM app comes with an English setting. So the only inability to, to navigate it comes from if your browser doesn't auto translate it. That's good to know because I need to level up in ATS's fan cafe right now. <laughs> I keep telling you, I will help you level up in there. I know. I need. I just need to do it. I guess I can do it now that I'm freaking quarantined in my house. Hey, at least ATS doesn't make you give a streaming proof for Melon. Um, a lot of fan cafe level up systems. If you don't buy the official membership, you have to still level up that way. That's another reason why I love the fan cafes is because you can still get access to exclusive content by leveling up and not buying the membership. But when you have things like license, weavers, fanship, they may put exclusive content in there, but you won't have access to it if you don't pay for that membership. Yeah, I know BTS does that on weavers um, just because I have, I have their membership or whatever. But it is kind of funny with Weverse. Like I remember when it first came out, you know, I was I would be sitting at work and my phone would be blowing up because like J Hope decided to go and like answer everybody. And my favorite thing is when Tae Young decides to like roast people <laughs> just publicly on the Weverse. I had to mute them. I had to mute the, all of the artists on on Weverse, and I had to mute Wavy on Lyson because they don't know when to be quiet. I mean, yes. there are a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> so. I mean, Seventeen is currently doing that. And I'm like, who's awake? Who's the one who's like, what? I mean, the idols of court are under they're bored too, so they're probably bored as hell. Aren't we all these days? Right. So I have a question for all of you, and I kind of talked about this in the article. Do you think it's okay for people to leak the content from the fan cafes? I don't know. I feel like I see both sides of this because like as somebody that has difficulty navigating the fan cafe, like I see why you would kind of want to be able to have access to, you know, some of that stuff. But at the same time, if it's like exclusive based on membership, then it's kind of like, it's, it's not really, it's not cool. <laughs> Cause like other people are paying for that and you're sort of giving away information for free. That's not your own to give away. You know what I mean? Like you don't have the authority to do this. It's not for your stuff. Sure. What about you, Jay? What do you think? Um, I kind of have to agree with Roxy in the sense of, um, you know, it is something that's exclusive. I think that if we're gonna, um, limit the control about like sharing what kinds of things um you know trot let maybe if they don't want these type of content shared out there don't have a download feature you know where but you with can... the days of screenshots no true that is true <sighs> it, it, it's a hard thing to navigate because on one sense you have you know there there may be fans who can't just afford the membership but that's why fan cafes allow you to level up to access that content. Right, right. And I get that. And so it's just like on one side, like there's these people who can't necessarily, you know, access it that way. And they want to know what's going on too and feel part of it. But at the same time, yes, it is exclusive and it should be only for those people who do have access for it. So it, it I don't know. It feels like it's a thin line to walk. 
you know, if there's measures to control for it and if there's like more, like something's more enforced about it and we actually see the people who are leaking stuff getting in trouble and it's showing that like don't, obviously don't share it. You know, I think it'll just be a telltale of like, okay, we can't share it. It's it's a thing that we really do have to listen to and respect and um and try to figure gonna, out if you really want to be part of it, just join. Right. If, if I'm gonna can. bring up something. Um so Stray Kids fans bought fanship to access their V Live special board. We used to get a lot of content on the fanship, but these days we have got little to no content because of the plethora of people leaking content. It kind of defeats the purpose of paying to have access to those type of things. And personal, like my opinion is that if you're not willing to put in the work to level up or to purchase a membership, because VLive made options for you not to have to pay for like a kit and for the shipping fees, then I personally think you shouldn't have access to the content. Well, that too, right? So like, if there are people that choose to leak the content, then the the unintended consequence of that is that, you know, the artists are going to produce less of it because you are taking it. So like, you're you're pretty much defeating the entire purpose of the thing if you do that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating at those people who like translate certain content. Like, for example, on the AT's fan cafe, you can read the letters once you level up. That's not something you have to pay for to get into. Um, and fans translate those letters for the non-English speaking, for the non-Korean speaking fans. And so that's, I'm not hating on that. It's when you leak like exclusive previews or video clips or things like that is where I'm drawing the line. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I agree. Like, if it's like content like that, then yes. It's like, wait, it's only meant to be on that platform. I think inevitably, like, people are going to be ending up sharing the photos that get shared. And I mean, what can we do? That one is hard to do. They're going to get leaked regardless. But like, when it comes to video content or even audio content that these people are sharing exclusively to that platform, it's like, whoa, line in the limit. And also it's just like, I, I don't know, for me, I'm the type of person, it's just like, oh, if I listen to it and somebody else doesn't have it yet, I'm, I'm the type of person It's just like, just you wait, wait till you get your hands on, like, you know, wait till it officially releases, you're not ready. Or, you know, just like brace yourselves for the feels that, whatever this release is going to bring because oh boy you ain't ready for it for you know? sure i don't know if you remember like a year or two ago do you remember the videos that were circulating on twitter of like the bts members in like prince costumes like kissing each other on the cheek do you guys remember those not specifically but like i have a vague memory of what you're talking about so these clips were circulating on twitter come to find out those come from the army zip exclusively for like members who got on that board on the fan cafe someone thought that it was okay to leak them and it turned into a big hit yanking all exclusive content for that muster rank for that year oh yeah i remember what you're talking about now this sparked like a gigantic debate within the fandom because like 
half of them were like, it's not fair that these other people get this content. We don't, we deserve it, blah, blah, blah. And then the others were like, you are not entitled to it. So. <laughs> and that's the bit, my big argument with fan cafes. Like if you're not willing to put in the work to spend the money, why should you have access to it? In the end, all the money goes to support our favorites. It depends on each person's sense of entitlement, to be honest. That's really like the, the underlying feature here is if you feel like you're entitled to everything, then you're going to oh, get that. I could go on about that. That's why you had me writing the fan advice article. <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, I think, I guess the only okay exception in terms of sharing, like, content is, let's say, like, all the three of us are in the same room, and I don't have access, but either Amber or Roxy just like, oh, hey, check this out, and they show me via their phone or their computer. I think, like, that. that's fine. Oh, that's yeah, fine. totally. But, like, if you're going out there and, like, leaking other things, it's just like, ooh, I don't know about that one, Chief. Ooh, okay, story time, then underrated group. I can't wait to meet our new rookie children. <laughs> All right, so for today's K-pop story time, I want to talk about our first ever K-pop concert experiences. Oh, God. Do you guys remember your first concert? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Me too. So mine was actually uh, Big Bang back in 2015. Uh, Me too! <laughs> amazing. They were like- God, they, I feel old. Were they like the first arena tour though? Yes. That's cool. I didn't even know that at the time, but yeah. <laughs> I remember um, buying tickets for that. That was before it was terrifying to get tickets like it is these days. I went- to New Jersey to Newark for the very first time, which is hilarious considering how often I go there now uh, with my former best friend. <laughs> Long story. <laughs> tea? What? Tea? Um, There's, there is plenty of tea, but it's not K-pop related, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but we drove up to Newark. Um, since I live in DC, it's like a four hour trip, uh, which is really awkward when you don't like your friend anymore. <laughs> oh boy um but yeah so we we drove up and we stayed near the airport um but it was the first time you know I had ever been in Newark and been to Prudential Center and um I remember that I was like really surprised uh by like the diversity of the audience of people that were there for the show you know it sort of reminded me a lot of like my you know, previous, like, video game conventions, or, like, even, like, the heavy metal concerts that I used to go to all the time, like, there was just a lot of, like, a lot of different people that I thought it was really cool. I felt really, you know, like, part of this group, um, and I remember I was really surprised by how big the line was. I was gonna get a light stick, but I didn't. That was also back when merch lines were super long, like, that was still a thing, so, um, we left a little bit early to get some stuff, but, what I remember most about the show was like how energetic it was. Like I remember they came out, the first song they did was Bang Bang Bang. <laughs> that shit goes off, dude. Like I wasn't prepared. Um and I'm a TOP stan, so when he did uh Doom Oh Gata, God. <laughs> when he I was also hold on, I'm getting like ahead of myself. I have so many things to say. Um <laughs> when he did Doom Dada, I have a video of myself. <laughs> The very first time where <laughs> he has like uh 
right before he does that really intense rap at the end, like some fireworks went off and you just hear me like screeching out of my mind while it's happening. Uh, post it, post it, post it. Oh, it's online somewhere. <laughs> I also remember how surprised I was at how short G-Dragon is. <laughs> Aww, you're my baby! Wait! I love GD! He's so small! <laughs> GD is small, but he walks around like he's the tallest man in the room. Yeah, that's true. But I just remember, like, like, okay, my friend and I were already, like, didn't like each other when we went to this concert, but we had, like, the greatest time anyway. After we got home, she never talked to me again. But that oh, doesn't boy. matter. <laughs> but it's fine, because that the concert was lit. So, like, and I still have a good memory of that concert, despite all of that. But I remember, like, we had started fighting after buying the Big Bang tickets, and I was like, fuck, I can't cut her off. We had to go to this Big Bang concert. But then, in the end, you saw Big Bang, and the struggle was worth it. Yeah, I actually think it was a really good um, first show to have. And the only thing that, not that I'm, like, upset about, but the only thing to note about it is that it was an arena concert. So, like, I never got that, like, close connection that you get with some of the smaller shows, you know what I mean? No, definitely. Jay, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Uh, I think yes, because I technically have a longer story with mine, so go ahead. Okay, so not that it's going to be a surprise to anyone, but my first concert was BAP. I was a terrible, terrible high schooler. Kids, do not repeat what I did. Please go to school. Do not ditch school. I went, to three, <laughs> I went to three out of the four stops of the BAP Live on Earth tour in America. I don't, don't do what I did, kids. I missed almost two weeks of school. Uh, oh my God, woman. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> With parent support. I almost went to the Toronto show, but I had to be back for graduation. Um <laughs> That was a lit year, damn! Priorities, but dude. The uh, ultimate bias, Bang Young Gook would be like, bro, you need to go to school. And I didn't need to see the disappointment in father's eyes. So It's uh, basically for Amber, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it was lit. The Live on Earth tour had a very wonderful theme um, to it. There was, like, different sections. Being able to see the members perform in person and for those who know the BAP album First Sensibility was also released around this time so we were all just like yes and I do not regret any minute of it at all but just just go to school don't do what I did even though I repeated the same same actions in 2015 <laughs> when they toured again we all do things that we shouldn't do I have. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, I was never in school for any of this. I've, I've been an adult, but ooh, I've done some bad stuff. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Let's not talk about how I rearranged two finals in college to go see BTS and BAP the same weekend. That's amazing. Did wow. you say you were sick? No, the Korean professor made me write papers afterwards, so. <laughs> at least they were nice about it. In Korean, they weren't nice at all. All right, Jay, your turn. Okay, so technically, our, so I want to say my first like solely dedicated like one artist group only concert had to be Big Bang. 
um and but my very very first like k-pop concert in general was um oh god i'm gonna age myself just a little bit here um was in la and they had this la k-pop concert for free free yeah oh, wow, you don't y- yeah like you you can't oh like you can't get these concerts free anymore and it was um who did i see i saw shiny sistar oh. cn blue kim taewoo it was like uh you know like those uh music festivals and i still have the brochure somewhere i have infinite also the infinite came and this was my first ever like K-pop concert. And even though I was in the nosebleeds, I just remember having so much fun. Um, I took my best friend with me and we got two tickets. And then at the time we were, we were, I was in, was I in college? Yes, I was in college. But um, at that point, um, our parents weren't like ready for us to drive to LA by ourselves so we had to have somebody with us because I think we were just still like 18 19 like so we ended up getting tickets for my best friend's grandparents super nice they were really nice about it and they're like I don't know what's going on but if you guys want to have fun let's go they they were very supportive family (laughs) and um and so we went and I just remember like oh my god there's so many people here that like k-pop oh my god i underestimated this oh my god like seriously because um they don't use this venue anymore it's the la coliseum that's right by usc huge venue and um it was an open air venue and i was just like oh my god there's a lot of people and i had so much fun and i'm just like they don't do concerts like these anymore and especially for free like imagine that a free concert all you had to do was get a ticket to go a and free concert that was that had shiny infinite sistar and more is just mind blowing to me right right exactly at that time and i was just like wow i think dynamic duo was also there at one point yeah dynamic duo was there kim tae woo oh, they my had heart. they had um i think they had two groups who were more like trot traditional like korean singers um but it was crazy that was my first like legit like in terms of listening to k-pop and going to a k-pop event but for like my first actual k-pop concert i went to the big bang concert and boy do i have a story for you guys um okay so, let me get my tea um <laughs> So it's my first concert dedicated to um, to any K-pop artist. Me and my best friend weren't expecting how big the lines were going to be. And this was in Anaheim. And, um, and it was the Maid Tour. And that, that is the 2015 tour, right? Not Alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I was like, I always get Alive and the Maid Tour mixed up in terms of dates. Um, and we weren't expecting to like this is our very first concert we don't know how the lines are so we got in line we just found a line and we got in 
we're just standing there. All of that, all of a sudden, the line that we were in was moving. I can talk about this now because obviously I didn't get in trouble. Um, but uh, we had somehow landed ourselves into the sound check line. Oh my God. Oh my God. Jay. We didn't know. We didn't know because literally, we're literally, we're just like, we're just in a line. We don't know. Like, no one's really directing what was going on. And mind you, nowadays, you can't do this. You can't do this anymore. People will are more strict about it, and they're more, like, hawk-eyed about how this happened. Back then, not so much. Um, I can't believe you did this. It was by pure accident, okay? By pure accident that it happened. Like, peop- like, there was somebody who was going down the line just checking to see tickets. So we were expecting, oh, if we're in the lo- wrong line, we're in the wrong line. They're like, oh, your ticket's fine, your ticket's fine. They were just moving along. All of a sudden, we have wristbands. They didn't even look closely at your ticket? No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. Like, they just wanted to see if you had a ticket. It happened that they're just like, and I guess they just really wanted to get sound check over with and like, you know, get the people that are in there. So it just happened that we had wristbands and we got in. They didn't even, they're like, just go, 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 go. And we're like, me and my best friend are like, are we in sound check? What do we oh do? Oh my God. What do we do? <laughs> oh my God. And yeah, we were there and we're like, uh, did this just happen? D- did we just what? And we we got to see them up close. We were towards the back still, but it was just like close enough, close enough where there were still a lot of people there. And I, I know this is like, oops, I can't believe this happened. It's not like because like should have somebody flagged us down. We would have gotten. It was just like, oh no, the general line was there. It was just like, oh, okay. So we're just like part of it is like. Oh, feeling kind of guilty that this happened. So we were just like, aww. <laughs> and mind you, we were a little bit more younger back then. And so I was just like, aww, okay, that happened. Okay, uh, cool. We had this. This is exciting. Also kind of like, oh, shit. Okay, wait. We need to find the actual line. <laughs> and then, so it's it's one of those things where it's just like, well, that happened. That That's a memory. And so let me just put it out there. It is not like that now. They are, at that time, they weren't really, really super strict and really checking, or at least whoever was checking wasn't checking thoroughly enough. They don't, they didn't see K-pop as the thing it is now back then. Right, exactly. So this is way back then. And I know like, oh God, I'm like, part of me is like fearing, like, because I'm saying this story out loud. I'm just like, oh God, please. It It'll happened. Be it's, VIP, it's VIPs, not other fandoms. And I'm just like, Oh, nervous, slightly nervous for sharing this story, but, um, what are they going to do? Come take your memory away? I know it happened. <laughs> like it happened. I, I, th- I don't know. Cause it's just like, clearly they had enough wristbands to give to everybody who was in that line. And they weren't really like, oh, you're not supposed to be here. Like, cause if that was the case, we would have left. We'd be like, oh, okay, sure. You know what? We're in the wrong line. Show us the right line. Because there was literally, at that time, no one was really regulating the lines of which lines, unlike now. 
I'm like, the no. idea of that terrifies me. So that happened. We got it. Like, we were just like, let's just find another line that is like, you know, not this. And we got online and we're just like, well, wow, that happened. <laughs> we, we, we accidentally got ourselves into sound check and experienced the two, three songs. And then we were like, you know what? This is going down for the books. Like, this happened. This happened. It's a once in a lifetime chance ever happening. And Jay, I feel like this would be a good story time video for your YouTube channel. <laughs> it really would be. It really would be. Or my Twitch channel. But I mean, look, after that, like getting to see them in person, like seeing them with the seats. Mind you, the seats I had were fairly cheap, like $150. Not bad. Not bad for an arena tour. I no, think that we, I think my best friend got the tickets on a pre-sale and then we found out afterwards, like when the general, like, or not the general, like a couple days later when the sale happened, people were selling our ticket, like our section for like $500. And we're just like, we got lucky that we were able to get big bang seats. I mean, we weren't super close, but we had good enough seats, like good enough, like it, it's not like you're having to like look down like really like really high or like squint really hard in order to like see who they are. No, it was actually a really fun concert. GD man, I'm just like yep, solidified my love for GD, and I'm like I I love this man. Oh God. I'm secretly hoping they do something in April since Coachella was postponed. Yes, I agree. Top said he's never doing, like, anything in Korea ever again, though. That That's See, another discussion. That's <laughs> another discussion for another time. Like, <laughs> if he records in Korea, that's one thing. He may not promote. They might not do, like, the music social circuit. But music, that's another thing. All right. Let's uh, move on to our final segment here. Baby uh, our, rookie group. Our underrated groups. Um, so we're going to talk about Third Eye today. Um, that's apparently how you say it, but <laughs> it's spelled three Y E. I don't, I don't even know what I've been saying in my head, but they debuted, um, about a year ago. It's a little bit less than a year. So it was May, uh, 2019. Um, and they're a trio of girls who focus on more of the, the hip hop and girl crush concepts, which I think is interesting because you see a lot of people that like complain about like bubblegum or like cutesy like girl group like concepts and they want stuff more like this but then when a group comes out and is more like this they just like don't get the attention that you would expect. But these days the girl groups are all the girl crush concepts. Look at CLC, we've got G Idol, we've got Itzy, they've all moved, they came smack dab in with the girl crush concepts. Yeah, that's true. I mean, more of the mainstream ones are moving that way, but I wasn't, like, big into uh, Third Eye's, like, debut song. Like, it was okay, um, but Out of My Mind was, like, my biggest jam when it came out. It is so great. Confession, I haven't heard anything by this group. Me too. Dino J, we have homework. Yeah. Yeah. 
We do. Uh, sorry. There's too many to keep up with. Guys, I only have so much time in a day and only two ears. <laughs> I see your excuses. I have an excuse now that I'm literally at home 25-9 these yeah. days. So I yeah, guess same here. I, I have no excuse. To to them. Yeah. That's I true. When, while we're all stuck in quarantine, it's time. But actually, um, I was surprised when I was you know, looking more into Third Eye since they actually just had a release uh, last month, which I had no idea about. Like, I don't know, <laughs> their company I know is small, but like they are really bad at promoting comebacks. Did they even do the music shows? Like, yeah, they have. They must not have aired them. I would have to go look it up, but I feel like I've seen them do music shows. They only do, um, singles so far too which does not help anything if you ask me um but the latest single is called queen um and it's like very different from the last from out of my mind which was my favorite one um it's like extremely edm focused uh that in a way that seems to be more mainstream and that actually seems to be working well uh, because that music video right now has 7.5 million views, um, whereas uh, Out of My Mind barely broke one. So are they still underrated? Will they remain underrated? Only time will tell, really. I mean, with the current state of things in Korea right now where fans can't go to music shows, it's really important for them, for their company to let them use social media, let, oh, but like force the music stations to air their performances because at least for me, um, going to those pre-recordings and seeing tiny rookie groups perform is how I've discovered them. And so I'm hoping once all this cools off, they might get the attention they deserve. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, if you are a person that likes, you know, girls that do hip hop concepts, uh, you should definitely check out Third Eye. Um, they're still pretty new. They don't have a lot of music, but you know, one of these days, you never know when the break will come. All right. So you guys have any, uh, final thoughts on everything that we discussed today? Um, Monster X is seven, stay in your house and listen to three YE. Third eye, but. Third eye. Excuse <laughs> me. Three YE is what it looks like. So yeah. Yeah. Whatever happens with Monster X, we're still going to support. We're going to keep going, whether they decide to go do it together as seven or, you know, whatever happens. We stand Wanho in this house and Monster X, and we're going to support them all. Yes. Remember to, um, remember to, if you're at home, don't go out if you don't need to. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> Wash your hands. Um, uh, Remember, do as we say, not as what we do. <laughs> Lesson learned in this podcast today. Do as we say, not as we do. Um, Go to school. If, do your online homework. Yep. Um, definitely pay attention more to the lines that you go in for concerts. Please do not be like me. That mistake can't be made anymore. No, it can't. Somebody would murder you. Yeah, somebody would actually call you out for that. I was, we were just lucky at that time. People, actually VIPs were very nice about it. If anything, they were just like, girl, stay. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
do, if anything, they, we were encouraged to be like, what are you doing? Hello? Yeah. Remember, that was a long time ago. It happened. It is what it is. Don't murder me. <laughs> Don't kill me. Don't come after me. Jay, Jay, Jay. VAPs are mostly older adults. Like, true. we understand. That's true. I'm pretty sure all of us in the older fandom would be like, Miss, I would do, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> I would have like, keep my lips shut and just go with it. It's yeah. true. Yeah. I think uh, in terms of give all your rookie groups a chance. Um, I know we only talked about Third Eye, but uh, there's another group who you should be on the lookout for, which is Signature. They, mm-hmm. Most of the members have re-debuted. Um, they were pro- previously part of a group called Good Day. And mm. um, they were on the unit. They had their moment. A few of the members made it pretty far in the unit. And to see them re- re-debut with two new members under a new name, definitely keep your eye out for it. They're, they're making some waves. They've only had one release as of right now, from what I'm aware of. But definitely give your rookie groups a chance because they need to thrive. AKA, also give Mott some love. Yes, I'm making that push. <laughs> yeah. Let's just, like, put that out there. Korea's got so much talent, but not enough places for people to give talent. So international bands, like, scoop them up. Love them. Yes, yes. We support rookies in this house. Mm-hmm. Yes. We support, we stand, we love. <laughs> All right. So I know everybody's stuck in quarantine these days. So luckily... Despite that, the craze still has a lot of stuff for you guys uh, to keep you company. We've got, um, you know, our monthly columns, Amber's fan advice, which is a great one. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. Yeah. K-dramas, because I know we all need to catch up on our K-drama life. And plenty more. So just keep an eye out. Uh, We post every day um on our website crazemagazine.com and then we always post on social as well so be sure to interact with us on social guys we want to talk with you yes yes of course and did you know we have a patreon oh my god oh my god if you join the patreon and you're one of our subscribers there you know you get some exclusive content on there too i mean there's an incentive where you do get our print issues i'm just saying I, you want to get those print issues because sometimes they have like juicier content than we have online, like interviews, concert releases, some games. You you know you want those. Yes, thank you for the push, you guys. <laughs> I hey, think Roxy, we're done for our it. quarterly should be coming out soon, right? Oh, you're correct. The quarterly should be out uh in about a week or two. All right, uh- keep a lookout for that, guys. Listen, I got some tea in my articles. I'm just saying. (laughs) We can discuss those later. Check out the YouTubers. They all need your love. All righty. Let's go ahead and wrap up for today. So this has been the CrazeCast, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.